The quote of the day is, if you rush it, you'll ruin it. Pause, pray, and be patient. Okay? If you rush it, you'll ruin it. Pause, pray, and be patient. Ideally Me Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela, aka Mick. Happy season to you guys. Are you guys excited for this week's episode? It's been a long time. I miss you guys. Do y'all miss me? <laughs> well, let's get started on this week's episode. Let's get into the struggle of the week. Y'all. Somebody stole my phone out my motherfucking car at Quit Trip. So, y'all, I was giving me something to eat or whatever. And as I was waiting for my food to be done, I decided I was going to stop at Quit Trip so I can get me something to drink. Because y'all know at restaurants and stuff, the drinks be overpriced and be full of ice, right? So, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Quit Trip. Give me something to drink, y'all. Foolishly, I know. Don't y'all just, Don't y'all say a word. I know I was wrong. Don't play with me. I know. I know I was stupid. Anyway, y'all, I hops out the car. No phone. Didn't lock my car doors. Y'all know what? I came outside to my motherfucking car and my phone was gone. So I'm looking all over. I'm like, maybe I did take it in a quick trip that I just sit it down when I was getting my drink. Like, where the fuck? No, no. Couldn't use for my iPhone, y'all. They must have took my phone immediately and turned that bitch off because it kept on saying that it was in the same location and... It was nowhere to be found. So, like, and I knew that it wasn't, like, in my car. Like, I hadn't dropped it or nothing and had misplaced it in the car because I had my Apple Watch on and it had disconnected. I couldn't connect my AirPods or nothing like that. The motherfucker was gone. And so I had to get a whole new phone, y'all. And I really wasn't expecting to get a new phone because that same day, I had just went to the DMV about my tags to get my license renewed, all this kind of stuff had just spent a lot of money. So I definitely wasn't expecting to spend 200 some dollars to get me a new phone, but I upgraded. I went ahead and got me, I had the, the iPhone 11 at first, but I went ahead and I upgrade. Give me the 11 pro max. The fuck y'all didn't piss me off. So I got a new phone. That's been the biggest struggle. Um, but like I said, today we are going to talk about manifestation and we're going to talk about how I manifested my Jeep Wrangler. I know a lot of people is wondering, have asked, all this kind of stuff. So I'm going to let you in on my secret. Okay, so let me tell y'all about this whole thing. So for the longest, I have always said I want a Jeep Wrangler. It's always been my dream car. I always told myself, so a little bit of a background, this is my first car payment. This is my first big girl car. I won't even say big girl car because I've had some nice cars, but this is my first car payment, having to go out on my own to a dealership, do all that good shit. First time. I'm so proud of myself. Fat on the back, Michaela. But um, I, I always wanted 
a Jeep Wrangler. However, one of my biggest things when it came to, you know, making a car payment or getting a car where I would have to have payments is making sure that it was absolutely something that I wanted and that I wasn't just settling for a Nissan or a Ford or something that I wouldn't, at the end of the day, be completely happy having. So, I waited. I was very, very patient with getting a new car. Like, I've always had cash cars, nice cash cars, but they haven't ever been, like, something that I was just like, oh, this is my dream car. Oh, I just love this. No, they've been good-looking, reliable cars that got me through college, got me through uh, my teenage years, all that kind of stuff. So, I've been through it with cars, but I've never had a car payment. And it was for that exact reason. I wanted to make sure once I got one that I would be completely happy and content making that payment every month. I don't care how much it is. Because I know people is riding around still in them 2008 uh, Nissans, Hondas, and all that kind of stuff. And making a $400, $500, $600 car payment, that wasn't going to be me. So, I, I, I couldn't do it. So, I... um. Uh, like I said, I always wanted a Jeep Wrangler. It had always been on my mind. And just some background, like a year ago, before I actually got my car, I was car shopping. And I just I just felt like I was ready for a new car. I kind of didn't have the same mindset. I was like, I'm just going to get something nice that I would be okay with paying. And it's just funny how God works. So I'm at a dealership. I'm working with this cool guy. I didn't got a connection from my cousin. Like it's his homeboy. He, you know, good deal. He talking nice numbers, looking good, all this kind of stuff. And it was for a Jeep Grand Cherokee or whatever. And so it was pretty. It was nice. It was everything. But still at the end of the day, it wasn't something that I, I, I really wanted like that. So, it, like I said, it's just crazy how God works because as soon as I was going to the dealership to go ahead and sign all the paperwork and all this shit to get the car, something, the, the guy, he called me and he was like, we've just switched over banking companies or something like that and we're going to have to wait until they get settled in to do further financing or whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever, that's a bunch of bullshit, stuff like that. Turned out he ended up calling me back like a a week or so later. And he was like, well, we really don't have the Grand Cherokee anymore. um, But I do have some other options for you. And I'm just like, fuck it. I was like, the the Cherokee wasn't what I wanted anyway. And then I don't want no other car. Honestly, like, I was just like, my car is fine. I'm still getting where I need to go. It's a little squeaky. (laughs) Or whatever, but I can still get to where I need to go and stuff like that. So I just decided to wait. I was like, it's too much fuckery going on with this dealership. And I really wasn't necessarily ready either. Like I was still working on, you know, my credit and all this kind of stuff. So it was just all being rushed. And when I said it and I prayed about it, it just didn't seem like the right time. So it's just funny how stuff will really fall through that's not meant for you. And look at here, a year later, I am riding around in my dream car. So with the with the quote of the day say, pause, pray, and be patient. Y'all do that. Um, but yeah, so 
we are going to hop into before the transformation of a good ass story for crazy Mick when I was crazy. Y'all know them crazy days before I got right or whatever. We're going to hop into before the transformation and then I'm going to finish telling y'all about me manifesting my cheat. So, what, what? Oh, Lord. So, I'm going to tell y'all about the time that I met the girl who my ex-boyfriend was cheating on me with. So, let me give y'all some background. So, my ex-boyfriend, he was notorious for cheating, which now looking back, being older, we was college students. We was fucking off. We was doing whatever. I wasn't the best girlfriend either, to be honest. Uh, But... I was crazy Mick then, so I wasn't rational about shit. I mean, well, technically this story wasn't one. I don't know any bitch that would be rational when it came to this shit because it was absolutely crazy. So, me and my boy, my ex-boyfriend, we was going somewhere. I think it was to dinner. We was going on a date or something. And um, as we was uh, on our way... Or whatever, he got like some text message came across his phone. So this was back when Mick was nosy and would look over niggas' shoulders to see who the fuck is that. That was me. So I look over his shoulder while he's driving like the fuck who is that texting us or whatever. And it's a naked picture of this ugly alien looking ass bitch. They always cheat with an ugly bitch. So... It's this ugly ass little alien bitch. So y'all already, y'all don't already know because y'all don't know crazy Nick. So as soon as I see that, I pop, popped him on his head so fast. The fuck is this? So of course he get to explaining it, all this kind of stuff. It ain't nothing. She don't even live here. Supposedly she had lived out of town and all this kind of stuff. So hand me the phone, please. Hands me the phone, y'all. The shit was disgusting. Disgusting. Well, first of all, he didn't hand it to me. I snatched that bitch. But, y'all, it was disgusting. She had sent so many things. Turned out the bitch was a whole married woman. Got that from the text messages. I called her or whatever, and she wanted to make believe that she ain't seeing these videos. It was videos and pictures of her naked, skinty, alien-looking ass, y'all. She was a mess. She wasn't even, and I ain't even one of them types to hate. She's some dusty-ass Louisiana bitch. So, I'm upset. Like, he he's sitting up here trying to feed me all these bullshit-ass lies that I could give two fucks about. She's sitting up here lying, all this kind of stuff. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Fuck her. Y'all can have each other. Oh, I forgot she's married. The bitch really don't want you while you cheating anyway. Can't do do nothing with this skinny hoe anyway. Oh, y'all, she look like an alien. I wish I had pictures and receipts still. I ain't even mad about it no more. I'm just mad at how ugly that bitch was. Like, if y'all gonna cheat, fellas, cheat with a cute bitch. At least that'll make us feel better. When y'all cheat with ugly bitches, that be making us feel like, well, the fuck do I look like? What is his real type? Is he a bum? Does he like bums? 
Like, you, it be having us real confused and a little insecure because we be like, why that bitch? When they don't look like nothing, ain't got shit to offer, but they open ass legs. Like, pick a boss bitch, please. If you're going to cheat, make sure she's a boss bitch. Make sure that she can, uh, I mean, depending on if you care or not. Just make sure that bitch that you cheating on can stunt on that current bitch. Because if she can't stunt, it ain't no reason for you to be cheating with her. Do you hear me? And that goes for the bitches too. Don't you get no nigga. Uh, don't you go cheat on your good nigga that can stunt on that bum nigga just because his dick good. Don't do it. <laughs> That's ugly. Anyway, so she was ugly as fuck, all that kind of stuff, y'all. Oh. Okay, I'm done calling her ugly. But, so, after that whole situation, y'all, this was back when Mick used to be that fighter too, a bopper nigga. So, even we, we didn't make it to dinner, of course, y'all know that. We end up turning around, going back to my house or whatever. Oh, we arguing, fussing, yelling, cussing, all kinds of stuff, y'all. We were so damn toxic. So damn toxic. So I'm like, fuck you, this, that, that, you gonna cheat on me? I done threw his phone, broke that bitch. That's what he get. Did all, y'all, did the most. Of course, being a toxic couple, a couple of weeks later, we was good, right? But not too good for this shit to happen. So y'all, I don't know what it was that I was going to Walgreens for, but I, we was in a small college town, so it's not that many places. I, I probably was getting something very convenient from Walgreens or whatever, y'all. I walked in. I was, no, I was at the pharmacy, so I was picking up something. I think my daughter had an ear infection or something like that. Something real random and just like coincidental. I'm in up in Walgreens. Y'all, guess who's in the Walgreens line? Alien bitch. Oh, but I thought she stayed out of town. She right here in front of me. And guess with who? With her husband. So as soon as I saw the two of them, y'all coupled up. <laughs> Sinister Mick came out. So I walked up to her. I tapped her on her shoulder. I said, are you so-and-so? I can't even remember this ugly bitch name. I was like, are you so-and-so? And she was like, yeah. Like, who are you? Or whatever. Hmm. Never mind me, bitch. I turned around and I looked at her husband. I said, do you know that your wife has been sending videos and pictures to my boyfriend of her naked ass? Guess what I do then? Pulled out the receipts of that naked ass and showed it to her husband. Ain't this her? Because this was sent to my boyfriend's phone. First of all, y'all, they must have been in a toxic relationship themselves because the husband was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I saw that pic in her phone and I ain't never got that pic. I was wondering what was up, nigga. Anyway, so I, I'm telling him, I'm running him all this shit. They didn't talk about this. They didn't talk about that. All this kind of stuff. She didn't send this, that. She didn't talk about y'all kids to him. All this kind of stuff. I'm laying the tea out. 
the more tea I start pouring out, the bitch just walks away. Oh, bye-bye. Husband stays and gets that tea, though. So, the husband was like, so, of course, he want to know who my boyfriend is and stuff like that. So, he was like, well, who's your boyfriend? Who is it that he's sending pictures? She's sending pictures to and all this kind of stuff. So, guess what I did? I called my boyfriend. I FaceTimed him. I said, hey, babe. Guess who I just ran into at Walgreens? The husband. I said, do you know who this is? He was like, nah, who is this? I was like, so-and-so's husband. He wants to speak to you. Here you go. So, as soon as I do that, of course, he hangs the fuck up. Oh, yeah, because I thought a fuck nigga said something. So, he hangs up or whatever. And uh, I'm still talking to the husband and stuff like that. So, I didn't gave a, went ahead and gave him my boyfriend number. Check him, do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do. Because karma's a what? Motherfucking bitch. So, uh, that was that. Randy, I get... I get what did I, my boyfriend was staying on campus at the time. So I pull up to campus since you want to hang up on people. I didn't already aired all the shit out. It's already been told what you hiding from at this point. So now y'all I'm, I'm reheated. First of all, from seeing this bitch and this really, I mean, even then was kind of sort of a transformation because old Mick would have dragged that bitch out that Walgreens. But I saw so I saw a better opportunity on telling the husband about his wife's um his wife's dirty laundry, you know? Let's air this out. I'm pretty sure he didn't leave that ugly ass bitch. Y'all, she was first of all, she was like a toothpick and like when I say a alien, like them gray aliens that you would see, that's what the fuck she looked like. I'm telling y'all, I wouldn't even lie to y'all. She was ugly as fuck. And my ex-boyfriend at the time, he was very handsome. Like, what the fuck are you doing with her? And then you got me? The fuck your problem? But yeah, I guess, so I, I'm I'm angry, pissed, furious. I go up into, um, go on campus, go to his dorm room. I'm knocking hard as fuck, nigga. You saw me call you. What you hanging up for? So I get to his dorm room and y'all, I go the fuck off. I think I probably hit him a few times, slapped him. I don't know. He apologized and pleaded. I didn't know you was going to run into her. First of all, I thought she stayed out of town with your lying ass. Out of town where? And she's sitting up in the Walgreens around the corner from my goddamn house. So that went into the whole thing of, y'all know dudes uh, really, why y'all be lying to my male listeners? Why y'all be lying? No way y'all gonna get caught up. I'm so smart. I'm a smart bitch, okay? Why y'all be lying? Anyway, oh, why y'all be lying? Anyway, so my whole thing is, at that point, you didn't lie saying that this bitch stay out of town. I didn't ran into her. The whole, when everything went down, you telling me that it was just videos and pictures. You never actually met the bitch. Not like that, because she live out of town, right? Okay, but now she don't. Now I done found out she don't live out of town. So, you fuck her? You meet her? Now I don't know what to believe. Now we back to square motherfucking one. Because you want to lie. 
So moral of the story is motherfuckers tell the truth. Don't cheat. If you do cheat, make sure that that person can stunt on your current person just in case some shit go down. Y'all know people like to be messy. Um, and just keep your laundry intact. Make sure you keep your laundry real clean because, uh, males, even females, because females, we be thinking we real slick and niggas be on our game. They be on our heels. They know all that shit. Just like we do. Males got intuition just like women's got intuition. I'm going to tell y'all that right here, right now. Because did that motherfucker catch me up in some shit? Yes, he did. We'll tell that story on another episode. Back into the manifestation. So let me give y'all tips and how I actually did it. Because y'all, I did it. I got my Jeep Wrangler. Got a 2019 Jeep Wrangler, the Sahara version. I can't afford a Rubicon, but <laughs> anyway. So, let me tell y'all how I actually manifested my dream car. So, already knowing that it was my dream car and knowing that it was something that I wanted. So, it came to a time where, like, where my current, the car that I had just really wasn't cutting it for me. I was just like, I'm old, I got a nice job, all this kind of stuff. I can't be driving around this 2010 Nissan Sentra and it's squeaking. I was like over that car completely. Like I'm willing to do anything. But I was like, I thought back to what had happened a year before and stuff. And I was just like, I'm just going to wait on the perfect timing. I know the timing is coming. I just got to wait on it. So I started trying to figure out like, how can I attract this into my life a lot faster than it's coming? You know, and that's a part of what manifestation is. You know, some things were destined to happen or destined to have and things are destined to happen. But at the same time, you can alter that in the way that you manifest, pray, whatever the case may be. And so I, I sped it up a little bit. Well, I won't even say that I sped it up. It was just, you know, when you when you put your mind to manifest something, you claim it at it as if it's already yours. So once I knew that I was ready for a new car and I was ready for that car, I just started feeling like I was like I already had it. Literally. Like I will pull up <laughs> my friends, they'll probably crack up. I will pull up on my friends and be like, Y'all see my new Jeep? And all that kind of stuff. They be bitch, what? I was like, my new Jeep. Y'all don't see it. Like, y'all don't see my Jeep. <laughs> I had, they would look on my phone, my screensaver, and I had a picture of a Jeep. Like, every time I opened my phone, I was seeing my dream car. Like, this is it. This is mine. And every time I would open my phone, I'd be like, that's my baby. Literally. Like, you have to act like it's already in your life and has happened. Every time, y'all know y'all see, especially if you go over to the Kansas side and shit like that, you stay seeing Jeep Wranglers on the highway and all that kind of stuff. Every time I saw one, and I'm going to say this again, every time, I don't care who was in the car, who I was riding with, it didn't matter. I'll point at it and be like, I can afford that. Something simple. I can afford that. Want to drive by? I can afford that. I can afford that because y'all know these cars ain't cheap. No car is cheap. But Jeeps really ain't cheap. So I, every time I saw one, I'd be like, I can afford that. I can afford that. I can afford that. 
And I kept on telling myself, I wasn't going to psych myself out about the market price of Jeeps, car, how much my car payment would possibly be, or none of that. All I was telling myself is, I can afford it. And guess what? I could afford it. I didn't know that until I actually got into a dealership to purchase it to where I was like, I can afford it. I was like, oh, shit, that works. I can afford it. <laughs> it's just so funny how shit really works. Like another thing that I was doing is like I would literally like instead like on top of acting like I had already had it. Like when I would close my eyes, when I would meditate, when I would think about life, I would really envision myself. Like I would be closing my eyes and envisioning myself on a Jeep, fucking busting corners, hopping over shit, like literally to where I could feel it. I could feel it. And so I'm trying to think what, okay. So one day out of nowhere, my car that I currently was in stopped running. And I was just like, oh my God, I need a new car. Like, so you instantly in that moment, I'm like, I just got to get something. Like, I just got to get something. But it was at the same time, I was like, nah, fuck that. Because on top of the other things that I did, I use, I write out my manifestations too. So I had wrote out by my birthday, June 3rd, 2020, I will have my Jeep Wrangler in possession. And so I, I was already like, no, like it's already close. This probably happened like May, like early May, like the first or second week of May when my car had broke down. And I had already told myself by my birthday, I was going to have my dream car. That was just a couple of weeks away. I'm like, what the fuck I'm waiting on? This is the time right now, clearly. Like, this is the time. And so, went to the dealership. I had already kind of, so, no, this is what I did. So, I'm like, I want to go to this dealership and be set. Like, set. They ain't telling me no to my dream car. Period. So, I, I, I got on to my lenders and stuff like that. Got my pre-approval. I'm pre-approved. I can afford it. Started like started um getting online looking up Jeep Wranglers. I had already knew I didn't want the basic one. If I would have paid, if I would have got the basic one and had to make car payments and do all the same th things that I'm doing now, I wouldn't have been happy. I wouldn't have been satisfied with the basic version. So I was already looking online, finding the exact one that. I wanted. I wanted a Sahara. I wanted the full touchscreen. I wanted it to look nice. Like I either wanted it to be black or gray or white. No other colors. It was no obsession. Mine's is gray. It's like a, a army greenish gray. I love the color of my car. Um, so I started shopping around looking for cars. So I ended up finding one that I really liked. Very low mileage. The one I got y'all. Anyway, I found the one that I have currently online at Cable Dahmer. Went to the dealership with my pre-approval. Had already looked up insurance and stuff like that. I was red heat. So, y'all, get to the dealership. They, I test drive the car or whatever like that. I'm in love. 
Like, I'm in love. Like, this is my jam. Like, it drove nice and everything. So, it was just perfect. So, we go sit down to talk more numbers, get everything finalized. And then he's like, well, we already have a deal going in on this car. I said, what? No, on my car? Y'all got a what? He was like, well, we already have a deal in process on this car. I said, well, I'm here right now. I got my cash right now. I got my pre-approval right now and my insurance. Is it mine or no? He was like, well, let me go talk to my manager. Goes talk to his manager. They both come in. You want it? Hell yeah, I want it. It's yours. Thank you. And so literally filled out all the paperwork, did all the good stuff. And I drove off the same day with my Jeep. I still get so excited talking about my car because it really was a long time coming. And anybody that knows me knows that I've talked about having this car before. I needed a new car. And it's just literally a dream come true. And so this is just the beginning of manifesting. Um, We'll get to the second thing that I manifested within that same time frame. They literally came back to back. And actually the the one that I'm going to talk about next week came before the car. Fuck it. I'm just going to throw it in here because they both tie in together. So at that same time of knowing that I wanted a car by my birthday and I was manifesting my car. I was like, still at the end of the day, it's like the guy in the universe can only do so much. You still have to put in your work and do some and put in some effort too. So knowing that this isn't a cheap car or anything like that, I was like, I need a new job. I didn't want to go to a new company. So it's more so I need a new position. Like I've been here two years now. It's time to move on up to the east side. So I was, so I started manifesting, um, me a new position at my job. I was like, by my birthday, I won't be working this position. My salary will be increased. I won't be here. Working those uh, 12 hour night shifts, 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. No, 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 I won't. So I started applying internally to uh, my company. And guess what? I got a new position as a business intelligence analyst. And let me tell you just again how how great God in the universe is when you're attracting that positivity in the things that you actually want in your life. Because the position that I applied for, no one in my my position before then would have ever qualified for this type of position. This position was a completely different department. The level of the position was a lot higher than the level that I was currently at. So I really was applying on a whim. Like, I think I got this type of thing. But I had already been doing all the same things. I had put a, um, a salary number um, on my screensaver. So I had like a, a, a collage of different things that I was manifesting at that time on my screensaver along with my car. I had a salary that I would like, a job, all this other kind of stuff. 
And so my podcast, because my podcast was one of the things that I was manifesting at the same exact time. Y'all, I wanted so much on June 3rd, 2020. I was going full blown, like, I was in like astro mode, like Travis Scott. Like, I was flaming through shit. Like, I was, it was not a game. And you should not play with life as if it's a game, because it was not a game. If you want something, Go after it and get it because you can have whatever it is that you absolutely want. Put your mind to it, have faith in it, and do what the fuck it is that you got to do to bring that into your life. I'm telling you. So I had already did all my manifestation techniques. We'll get into plenty of them here in this season. But I started doing all of that, got a call. Got the position, and the lady, the recruiter, she was already telling me. When she very first called me, it kind of threw me off because she was like, well, we got your resume, we got your application, and honestly, can you really just tell me about your experience and your background? Because someone normally in your current position would definitely not qualify for this one. So I just want to see if you qualify, first of all. And so I'm like, qualify, qualify. B, I read the description. I qualify. Okay? So I started running her down shit. Boom, 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 boom. Qualify here. Qualify here. Met this. Met that. Bam. And so she was just like, at the end of the call, she was just like, wow. I'm so happy I called you. She was like. You know, I was really skeptical and normal recruiters, they look at, they look at resumes and if they don't see certain thing that they're looking for, they'll count you out. But you know what? I saw your, your resume and I was like, I want to see what she's about. I want to hear what she has to say. And I'm so happy I did that because you have just blew my mind. She was like, to be honest with you, the position was closed. They were done doing interviews. But you've impressed me so much, I'm going to them now and tell them they need to do one more. <laughs> y'all, I ain't got to put on that voice, but y'all know how they talk. <laughs> anyway, so I'm like, okay. She was like, so yeah, just expect to hear from me in a couple of days and I'll let you know if they're open to interview you. And so I was like, okay. She called the next day. She was like, so are you free at 12 p.m. for some virtual interviews? You have three of them. I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> or whatever. She was like, okay, cool. So you're going to get these phone calls from three different managers in your department. I mean, in this in this department. And they're going to kind of figure out how it goes. And so I did the three interviews. They called me the next day and said, I'm hired. So I had got that new position. So then I was really confident going into everything that I had already did for my Jeep of knowing that now I'm really in the position to have exactly what it is that I want. Excuse the sirens, y'all. If I have not already said this before, I live right around the corner from the police station. Um, but like literally it all fell directly in my lap at one time new job new car and it was all something that I was praying and manifesting my heart out for like literally every day every day if you want something do something to get you towards it 
every day. Every day. Go back and listen to season one because it's some stuff that you can do. Build some habits every day. Manifest that shit every day. That's a habit that you can build. Um, But it was just really fulfilling. And that was one of the first times. Like I already knew that manifestation, the law of attraction, and all of that stuff was also real. Um, But at the same time, I hadn't experienced it. Or I didn't experience it in such a major way to where I recognized it because I realized in the past I've in the past I I realized that I've manifested a lot of negativity into my life, um, but this was my first time manifesting something positive, something that I really wanted in life, and in, in, in it and I actually received it. I got it. And so that was just one of the things to where I was like, manifestation is real. And that's why I'm dedicating a whole season to it because it's so real. And prior before doing it, I had did so much research, so much work to get the whole idea of manifestation right and how to do it properly. And so I definitely want to go into this season showing you many different techniques. You have to find what works for you. You don't have to do every technique that I put out there. Um, but I, I thought that it would be nice to share with you guys what I've learned and how to properly start manifesting our ideal lives, our best lives, and how it coincides with the law of attraction, how it coincides with how it's in the Bible, how, I mean, it's manifestation is so large and we hear that word all the time, manifest, 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 manifest. And we, we know what it is, but do we properly know how to do it? And so I just want to share with y'all what has worked for me. Um, and just some really cool things that I've learned over time of manifesting right now, y'all know from episodes here, I think I've said it plenty of times, but I'm going to go ahead and reaffirm, reaffirm something that I'm manifesting down the line, because this is, this is more of a long, long long-term manifestation. I'm not, um, I want to see myself gradually get there, but it's one specific date that I am manifesting to be just an all-time special day in my love life. I don't know if I'm going to get engaged on this day. I don't know if I'm actually going to end up married on this day. I don't know if I'm going to have a child on this day. If I'm actually just going to meet the love of my life on this day. I don't know, but this day is a special day of love. And that's what I write down. This day is a special day of love, intimate love, because I'm not talking about love from family members or friends or anything like that. Intimate, personal love, the love that I've desired. Um, And I wrote down my story and stuff. Um, We'll get to that. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and reaffirm it because I have been doing this every day and I constantly will do it. And long as y'all stick, stick in, stick in this whole thing with me, y'all will see it comes to fruition too. And I just want y'all to know on February 22nd, 2022, Michaela will have a special announcement of love. Period. 
I have literally, I, I, I feel like it's actually going to be a wedding date for me, but it's so fast, but I don't want to second guess it because if that's what it's meant to be, then that's what it's meant to be. Um, but I, I have a, a slight good feeling that it might be a wedding date or engagement on one of them. And I've actually wrote it down. And if I can manifest, cause with manifestation, which I learned, you can't make it too, um, detailed. But if it would to ever go how I want, I will be getting married that day along with my twin sister. Like we both will be, we will be having a double wedding on February 22nd, 2022. Will it happen? I don't know if it'll be a double wedding or if it'll be a wedding, but I bet you and I guarantee you it will be a special day for my love life. I guarantee you that. That's how you manifest something. That's a part of it. Guarantee you that. Okay. So, again, that is just how I manifested my Jeep Wrangler, my baby. I love her so much. I haven't even gave her a name yet. I don't even know. I'm looking at it now. Mwah prize possession just something you know just something to feel good it's not uh some people may watch or think like oh that's not big or anything like that it's big to me it's special to me it means a lot to me and fuck what y'all haters gotta say just putting that out there just in case some of y'all was creeping in some negative thoughts because guess who don't take negativity nor want negativity me um but I do want to leave that off with the affirmation of the week. Um, and that is, I am attracting all I desire. I am. I am. Not I will. Not I can. Not I could. I am attracting all I desire. So whatever it is that you're desiring right now on your head, I don't give a fuck what it is. Small, big, medium, large. I don't care. You can have it, and it's already coming to you, baby. It's already coming. So let yourself know and the world know I am attracting all that I desire. And so just to end off this week's podcast, I would love, I want more engagement. I want y'all to engage more. So if you can use the hashtag manifest it and make sure y'all tag in the ideally me Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, whatever platforms you like, tag us with the hashtag manifested it and give me a story about something that you have manifested in your life and if you have not manifested something in your life tell me something that you would like to manifest i'm here to help what y'all want what some y'all i would love to hear y'all stories of something that y'all have manifested and i would love to hear exactly what it is that y'all looking to manifest because it's certain techniques depending on what it actually is and i might have a jewel for you so y'all make sure y'all like follow subscribe to the ideally me youtube page the ideally me instagram that is with three y's um follow me michaela sanders on facebook and also follow the ideally me podcast on twitter as well and i will see you guys next week y'all have a good one love y'all